Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to the Whole podcast with Tommy Talks and Arnold Reasons. All right, Mr. T, take it away. So, I went out for dinner yesterday mm. with, well, by this time, whenever it's released, I went out for dinner with one of my friends. And we were talking about the glory of God and the intimacy that we have with God. Mm. And one of the things that he was saying was that, and I don't quite know how to explain this, but it was almost like, you know, sometimes when you read your Bible, yeah, yeah, or you're doing worship or you're praying or whatever, you can feel something, mm. right? You can feel the presence or whatever it is. Mm. And then other times you feel nothing. Mm. And we were talking about, is it a case of like, you know, like God comes down or the presence is now there or is it something else? Because for me, what I was wondering about is that if that's the case, then what, when is it that God chooses to come down and when is it that he doesn't, right? What is the formula for what you do? Because for me, the way I've understood it is it says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, it's like God is always there. God has done the things that he needs to do Mm. in terms of being there. If we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. Like, it's like fact. Mm. You know, there's no caveats, if, buts, whatever. Mm. So my my question for him was, are we really drawing the way that we should be? Mm. 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 Because we were having quite like a vulnerable conversation that looked like sometimes in church when the worship is going, my phone might go off and I might be, you know, checking my phone or when I'm sitting down to read my Bible, do I actually want to be there? Mm. You know, am I actually setting myself in a position to really receive Mm. what God has for me? Because for me, it's like quite simple, draw to me and I'll draw near to you. So if God is not drawing near or it doesn't feel like God is drawing near, is that because I'm not actually really drawing to him? Mm, mm. or like what is that meant to look like what is that meant to feel like and I didn't really have any answers I'm a big personal responsibility person so for me it's like God has done his bit he will always do his bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. so if there's something broken it's, it's me. probably me <laughs> it's not It's not going to be God God is yeah. not going to be broken <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean yeah, 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 he's yeah. not going to say draw near to me and I'll draw near to you and then not draw near mm, so mm. I was just wondering what you think about it and how is it how does it go for you even in terms of like when you do your devotion time yeah. and different things like that, how do you navigate that? You know what, bro? I think this is such a good conversation, man, because if, I don't know, I think if we were all, okay, let me not, let me not speak on behalf of everybody, right? But I would okay. say if okay. more of us were honest about our experience, I think we'd probably mm. find that a lot of us have very similar experiences in that. Like, like you're saying, bro, like my experience is the same, bro. There are some days here and some moments that I can think of where, bro, I felt like I was in the clouds, like I wasn't on earth, right? Mm-hmm. Everything was bubbling. Like there wasn't a mm-hmm. thing that could interfere with how, how much I felt so close in terms mm-hmm. of my experience with God. But then there are other days where, bro, I'll pick up the text and read and reread and reread and reread like or even in times of prayer like and it's just it's not the same right and so Mm. Mm. so i think first of all it's definitely something that i know i can relate to and understand from my own experience as well um i think as you were speaking i was kind of visualizing like almost like an illustration that i think 
agrees with what you're saying basically but just like in picture form so bear with me right i'm, I'm a, mm. a cartoons kind of guy, visual right? <laughs> visionary visionary isn't it so like i see god and the size of god being mm. significant in comparison to us right yes and the closest illustration i can think of is the sun right okay it's huge it's out yeah. there yeah whichever part of the world you're in it is there right yeah um, yeah there is a there's, a there's a level of presence that it has that we experience yeah. right constantly wherever we are yes. on this earth but the closer you get to the sun yeah. the more that you feel that heat right you can feel yes. the heat from a distance but it's like mm. If we were like within, we wouldn't even make it to inches of closeness mm. to the sun because mm. should we do that, we're done. Like there's a certain point mm. where it's like our physical bodies cannot like, we can't, we can't, we can't last, we can't endure. I need the words for it. It's just, we're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. um, and I guess in terms of when I think about the practical outworking of what you're saying, I think in those moments, there is the moments of most closeness that I've experienced. I think there definitely has been like a, a correlation between how much I have been using biblical language prevailing. Like, <laughs> because it's like, there are times where yes, I've, I've experienced those things, but prior to even getting to that moment where I feel it, or when it, it is something that it's, it's not like I just walked into the room like, whoa, like, I don't know, maybe other people got that, that's not how it works for me, right? Mm. But it's mm. something that has oftentimes come on the back of, no, I've actually been like, again, using Christian churchy language, pressing in, right? Mm. <laughs> and I know and, sometimes and we is, say... Right, is, but what, is, what does that mean to you, pressing that, in? And that's what I was about to say. Sometimes we use those kind of things and it becomes just like language. Um, mm. And I don't know if everyone means the same thing when they're saying it, but I think for me it's it's going beyond what i feel right and it's choosing to endure choosing to 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 persist right i think of when jacob wrestled with god right Mm. Mm. i am not gonna let you go it's like a dog with a bone making a decision that no like i'm here for this like and I'm, i'm not letting go it's when jesus spoke about the the um the example of the person of importunity and how they come in, they keep knocking, they, they keep going, they keep like, you're going to mm-hmm. give them something, right? And I think, yeah. I don't think that if God is like this mean, like maker who is like just trying to be like playing hard to get and all of that kind of stuff. But I think there's something about the, the difference in, t- we spoke about value not too long ago, actually, how you treat something that you've had to work for versus something that's landed in your lap, right? Mm. And mm. and I think there's maybe maybe that's part of it. Maybe part of it is that if if it was just a given that every single time that we closed our eyes, opened our Bibles, or chose to in some way focus or commune with God, that it just got straight mm. to that place, that we would maybe devalue it. Right, because even when we were speaking in the previous episode about relationships, friendships, and stuff like that, bro, distance for me in yeah. my relationships and friendships has increased the value significantly. Right, 
yeah. because yeah. sometimes when you're so easily accessible to one another you just live across the road around the corner it's like yeah we're cool and we have a friendship and there's nothing wrong with that but it's not until sometimes you have to go through the experience of no i live like 200 plus miles away right <laughs> maybe even yeah. thousands to yeah. now start realizing that you know what maybe i took it for granted before because even when you think yeah. about and i know this is a bit of a long one i'm going to give you a second <laughs> give you back to you in a second no, 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 but no, even no. when i think about no. this podcast and how it's developed to us right bro we started yeah. recording in person we went remote yeah. in the pandemic yeah. we lived pretty yeah. much down the road from each other during a lot of that time yeah. right fast forward till now we're no longer recording remote because of the pandemic or because like it's just the easier thing we're recording remote out of obligation and necessity now right <laughs> because yeah. of the distance yeah. between where we live um so yeah so I, those are some of my thoughts what do you think i think there's so much goodness in what you said mm. because i think that pressing in and even like i think it's a travailing yeah sometimes those can feel like works yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah what i love about what you said in terms of pressing in it's about getting past what i feel yeah and getting to something different yeah because it's not about i need to fast and i need to do these three things it's about yeah i need to get past what i feel yeah i need to get past my in some senses it's almost like doubt mm. or unbelief mm. about what is happening mm. because mm. it says that when i draw near to him he will draw near yeah. to me so even if it doesn't feel like it right now, mm. it's happening, mm. you know? And I need to continue with it and not give up and see what happens. Yeah. Because I also feel like, so we were talking about it in a in terms of like at the restaurant, mm. right? I was in the presence of everybody in that restaurant. Mm. Yeah? I was there. Yeah? I was in the room. Yeah. But lots of people weren't at my table. Ah, uh, come on. Right? Yeah. So... I'm in the presence, yeah. but not intimately yeah. in the presence. So if someone got up from their table and came to my table, yeah. they'd have a different experience. Very different, bro. Do you see what I mean? And that's where like Jesus has made the way for us to be able to go there. Mm. He's made that way. Mm. And that's where I feel like there is definitely something about what you said about pressing in and travailing. Mm. And also that there does need to be some distance mm. because there's a verse that says about how God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. You know, that is part of relationship with God is diligently seeking him. Yeah, yeah. And I can be honest and say, I wouldn't say right now I am diligently seeking him like I could be or like I should be. Mm. And I feel like that is what we're getting the results of our actions. It comes back to this thing about expectations and habits, mm. right? Are my habits actually lining up to the expectations <laughs> Of what I have for my relationship with God. Yeah, man. And honestly, like thinking about all the transitions right now, I can say no. And I need to readjust my priorities mm. so that my habits can actually line up mm. with what it is that I want. As we were speaking, um, my mind went back to part of the scriptures or the verses that we're going to look at. But I think I'm even going to go earlier than that. But it's Exodus mm. chapter 33. From verse 7 and just the subheading for me is interesting because the subheading above where we're about to start is the tent of meeting is the what the tent of meeting yeah yeah mm. um which takes my mind back to 
the development of the way that God has interacted with man over time because in the garden he walked in the cool of the day right in as time develops we then see things like the tent of meeting which is a dwelling place of some kind or a meeting place right we then see things develop like tabernacles and things like that as well right later on in history mm. Mm. um and then we come to our present day where we are the temple right mm. but i'm gonna read the verses anyway i just thought it was interesting that the, the thing that my mind went back to started off with the temple mm. um but from verse 7 it says now moses used to take the tent and pitch outside the camp far off from the camp and he called it the tent of meeting and everyone who sought the lord would go out to the tent of meeting which was outside the camp Whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people would rise up and each would stand at his tent door and watch Moses until he had gone into the tent. When Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent. And the Lord would speak with Moses. And when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise up and worship each at his tent door. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. To his friend. When Moses turned again into the camp, his assistant Joshua the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Verse 12. Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring up this people. I'm going to go forward and go to where I was trying to get to. So we'll skip forward. But that was a little bit of background. Um, verse 17 and the Lord said to Moses this very thing that you have spoken I will do for you have found favor in my sight and you know and I know you by name Moses said please show me your glory and he said I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name the Lord and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy but cannot see my face for man mm. shall not see me and live and the lord said behold there is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock and while my glory passes by i will put you in a cleft of the rock and i will cover you with my hand until i have passed by then i'll take away my hand and you shall see my back but my face shall not be seen the reason why my mind went to this particular point about you cannot see my face for man shall not see me and live because i was thinking about my illustration of the sun Right, <laughs> and um, and just that, just that, <laughs> mm. Mm. you know. And then now, obviously, that we've read some of those verses before, the tent there was a place that he used to set up and go, like it was a meeting place, which doesn't take away from the fact that yes, God is ever present in every single part of the mm. earth he's very much mm. there but there is still a separate place that we have to in one way shape or form make the journey and and i think this is where we also differentiate between the old testament and the new testament mm. because now our bodies are the temple of the holy spirit mm -hmm. so we don't have to 
go to a special physical place mm. to meet God. Mm. But there is definitely a heart positioning and a heart place. Mm. And that's what really connected when you said about pressing in yeah. and about getting past. It's like, it's a place in my heart that I almost need to get to where, because I was listening to, to the Bible yesterday and I was talking about um, the different types of soil. Mm. And the one where it says about, you know, one where the word goes, but then the the cares of life, you know, the lure of riches and all that kind of stuff, it chokes out the word. Mm. And so for me, it's like, we almost need to get to that place where we've cleared our hearts of whatever is distracting us, whatever we're putting our mind on. Mm. And then that is that tabernacle, that is that meeting place. Mm. That's the, the meeting tent, you know, but it's, it's not a physical place anymore. Mm. It's now a like a heart place mm. almost. Yeah, for real, it's so true. And I guess on that point as well, when you think about times where you have had those kinds of experiences where you experience that that real feeling of closeness, mm. are there any things that you feel like have helped you to to get because I know it's not formula, I know it's not uh, necessarily a copy and paste mm. and follow these five steps, but I'm just interested mm. to know what your experience is like because it might be beneficial for any of us listening. I think some of it is about consistency, I guess, mm. in terms of making it more of a lifestyle. So I think there's definitely a difference between, you know, your study time time reading the bible but then also there's the time that you spend with god in your day-to-day and i feel like some of those moments for me are are almost more like where it's just become like a day-to-day thing where actually in the moments in between all of those specific moments as well i'm still trying to keep my mind focused or my heart focused on things like what have i been reading what am i meditating on what is it that god wants me to do you know asking questions back and forth and really trying to get understanding. And so I think for me, it's been that kind of when I've got the consistency in that, and my mind isn't always racing on a million other things, mm. you know, because it talks about like working to enter into the rest, mm. right? So there is a way that God wants us to operate that is from that place of rest. Mm. That doesn't mean that I'm sleeping all the time. You know, it could be <laughs> that I'm going about my day, but I'm doing it from a place of rest. I'm not anxious, I'm not desperate. I'm in a place of rest. It says work to enter into that rest. Mm. So I feel like for me, when I've been able to do that, what you can experience in that place is a very different place. Mm. So I feel like it's a thing of where are you in terms of your headspace, your rest? Mm. You know, where where really are you there? Are you really resting in him? Mm. Are you really actually enjoying his presence in that sense? Mm. You know, because sometimes I like, think about reading the Bible, it can seem like I don't know if a chore is the right word, but it's like something you have to do. Mm. You know, it doesn't mm. always feel like, oh my gosh, like, you know, when you've got a show that you love to watch, and new episodes <laughs> come out, you're like, yes, I get to go watch this show. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't often feel like that, mm. you know. Um, but my friend that I went out for dinner with yesterday, he gave a really, like, this really good story about a man who took a dirty sieve mm. and gave it to his son and said to him, go and fill it up with water and bring it back to me. Mm. And his son kept, you know, running it under the water, trying to bring the water back to his dad, running it, and he could never bring the water back, mm. right? And in the end, his son's like, look, I can't do it. And he said, okay, but look at the sieve. And the sieve that was dirty before had now become clean because it had been running through all the water. Yeah. And sometimes it's like we're trying to retain all of the mm. work. 
you know, just keep all of the work. Mm. But it's like, that's not the only purpose Goodness of the work. Me, your friend, is he a preacher? Watch three. <laughs> he's a preacher. He's a, he's a very, <laughs> very deep preacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Because that, that got me. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, really, it really hit me. It's a really like, good analogy, man. Because it's that constant flowing mm. of the of the water of the word over us mm. that cleanses us. Mm. You know, that's so important is that it's not just about how much of it can I hold. Mm. Because it's only if it washes you that it really makes a difference. <laughs> you know, that's how it changes you. Mm. 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 Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. I think even <clears throat> when I think about some of my experiences, mm. one of the things that has made a difference for me is making, like making intentional decisions about pulling away from the noise, right? So even just that example mm. of how Moses left the camp, right, to go outside of the camp in order to set up a tent or whatever and, and meet with God. Like there's something in that which in, in 2023 for me looks like okay let me put my phone on do not disturb like or let mm. me even switch it off let me let me let me set it up so that i cannot be reached so that i am mm. in some senses cut off from everybody else so that i can sit and spend time with him and i think <clears throat> excuse me i think one of the things that is even like an ongoing and current thing that i'm really navigating is even just things like social media right left to my own spaces and devices if i was not a person that created content of any kind i would not be on any platforms the only thing you might catch really on YouTube. yeah i wouldn't and that's just the truth it's just because i remember 2008 times that's when i set up my facebook profile i used to be all on the facebook thing but there was a point in time where i where I took time to um, just to basically pull away. And I took, I think maybe like yeah. a year or two out. And I yeah. think ever since that time, it was it was like, it, it opened my eyes to the difference that life can have when you're away from it. Because for me, it's just a lot of noise. And that was like back in like the early 2010s plus, right? Mm. I fast forward to 2023 where it's like now, again, for a while, I haven't been on social media. I've only recently come back onto some of the platforms because of some of the things that we're putting together. But again, because of the time that I've been away, when I come in, it's like, it just feels like so much noise, right? Mm. And I think mm. there's something about the, just that constant flow and overload of information, noise, shouting, somebody telling you that well, you can do this, here's how you can come that, like an overload of information and ideas. It's like there's such an overstimulation that when I do come away from that, it's it's something that causes me to question. Maybe that's why my attention span, when it comes down to simple things like sitting down and reading the scriptures, has become so short mm. because I'm in this TikTok mm. world where it's like 15 seconds, switch to the next and you consume countless different ideas, um, pieces of entertainment, all of that kind of stuff, rather than having a practice of staying on one thing for a sustained amount of time. And maybe that's partly why I gravitate more towards things like a YouTube, because it, it feels less bombarding. But even saying that, that's even changed as well. 
Like, not all of it YouTube is. YouTube short. Maybe, um, yeah, like there's just something. And, and I'm finding even with YouTube now, I'm having to become so much more intentional about how I use it. So rather than just going into the app and then scrolling through it to let the algorithm feed me whatever it wants to feed me based on suggestions, I'm now starting to be more intentional of if I'm going to go on there. In so much as I'm conscious of it, I want to be focused on what am I looking for so that I can search for what I'm looking for and focus on that. But back to the point that we're speaking about, there's, it's finding those kinds of things in my life that has helped me to, to experience more of those intimate moments. Because sometimes it's not like, again, I have my own thoughts and stuff on social media, good and bad, all of that kind of stuff. But it's like, the point isn't social media. The point in it for me is how am I interacting with this thing, right? How am I allowing this thing to shape me, change me and affect me? Like, because whether we realize it or not, it is affecting us. Like, and whether it's for the good or for the bad, it will affect us. And so I think the more that I see those kinds of things and those kinds of experiences, I'm just... Yeah, man, it makes me really think about how I can not just pull away from those things and then try to now be focused in my private space. But it's actually making me think about some real questions um, which are very current right now. Like, Arnold, do you really want to be on these platforms? Because being on them at the moment is, Mm. in a lot of ways, a labour based on the people that I'm trying to, to reach and engage with, right? That's where but they live. Really and truly, <laughs> really and truly, mm. it's a thing where I'm I'm really having to ask myself the question of is in the cost benefit analysis, is this something that stacks up as the only way, right? Because there are other ways. And I think that's mm. what in my present day I'm really beginning to explore a lot more. Um so yeah, those are some of the things that have been on in my world. Because also like even the way, like when I watch how you're meant to make videos. It says you need to change shot every three seconds or whatever it is. Like there are certain <laughs> things that you yeah. need to do to keep people's attention. And yeah, like yeah, this is yeah. what social media is also conditioning us to do, where yeah. you're expecting change, something quick, something this, something that. And when you're reading yeah. your Bible, it's not changing every three seconds. Like that's not how it yeah, works. Yeah. You know, sometimes you might be looking at the same verse and meditating on the same verse for an hour, yeah. whatever, two hours. Like it's very different. It's very counterculture to what we're getting now this fast food life this everything yeah. quick amazon by 10 p.m tonight like bro it, 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 it's so opposed it is and i think this is the thing that i find myself asking myself is what is your practice right because mm. if if there are multiple things in my life that are creating this habit and this culture of impatience no need to focus for too long instant switch next music like if that's what's being reinforced through the however much time i'm spending a day on the internet or how i'm engaging with my my shopping if there is nothing and this this is even come back to the stuff about the garden right and Mm. some of the reasons why for me it has really been serving a purpose in trying to adjust my practice because you counterbalance those two different types of things right I can flick through a TikTok or an Instagram and just go from one thing to the next, right? But it's like, bro, you know the labor we're on with this garden. The labor is so long processed, right? And so long winded that 
we come back to it every few months pretty much in an episode right talking about different things that yeah. have now occurred to us and, and been part of our experience and so mm. so and yeah man what is what is my practice because on the thing that you said about habits expectations like what are my habits because my habits are going to influence my practice and essentially my expectations can be influenced through that mm. Mm. if if 85 percent of my life is built on different things that reinforce this kind of instant like let's <laughs> say hit it and quit it but like <laughs> consume it then doom it whatever you want to call it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if, if that's what 85% yeah. of my life is reinforcing, then I mm. can't be shocked or surprised when I try to pull away from the camp and sit down for more than 10 minutes, right? Mm. And try to download from heaven, and it's a struggle, you know? And, and I think I'm saying mm. this, like, based on some of the real things I'm having to examine within myself. Um, because when we realize those things, so, that's when it now starts making making me have to come to decisions and start making tough decisions on, all right, cool, what are you going to do about it? Because it's a white man that like, he hides himself from it. This whole narrow road thing is so real. It's mm. such a narrow mm. road that we're able to walk on. It's, yeah. And I think it's only going to get, to be honest, harder and more narrow because... All of these social yeah. media things, they're very... Because I think about all the things that I've found out about in social media that have actually impacted my life positively, right? Mm. And it's quite a sacrifice for me to say, like, well, I'm not going to look at social media because I actually <laughs> quite like social media, to be honest with you, right? Mm. I enjoy, mm. like, the good side of social media. It's introduced me to so much cool stuff, but at the same time, it introduces yeah. so much nonsense into my life. Like, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, hard. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like you, at no, least you can say like man. you don't actually you wouldn't actually be on it. I would be on it. Yeah, I would be on it. Consume it. <laughs> consume it. <laughs> Bro, I'd just be here minding my garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, you know me. I don't like gardening. I like the digital world in a lot of ways. I enjoy consuming content. So. <laughs> But that said, bro, me minding my garden wouldn't be because I enjoy it all the way, you know. It's more what I think it helps me to do and how I think it keeps me close to some of those principles. Get a Tamagotchi, bro. Right now, we'll the garden the is like... Get a Tamagotchi! I think the garden thing right now is like one of the few things that I can think of in my life. I'm sure there are others, but it's one of the few things that I know is just like, no, this is like, this is an Eden <laughs> kind of experience yeah, that I real. have. For real. Like, it takes That's me what there. Adam was meant to do. Tend the garden. That's That was the original yeah, command. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reason to Hold podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts and even just where you guys are at with your journeys in terms of drawing nearer to God, seeking him. Yeah, we'd love to hear more and challenge you to do something different this week that helps you to get closer to him. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.